0: All right, everybody. Um, This is From the Pocket with Christian and Jake. This is episode... 25. 25. Thanks, Jake, for that. Uh, Jake, how are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Christian, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good, man. I just, I got a new microphone and new headphones. It sounds very
1: warm i i really yeah <laughs> i said that earlier so i'm i'm Congrats. excited i was
0: i was really excited to get a new microphone so you know i can be sound like an official podcaster you know
1: yeah i mean it, it's it's and obviously right now my microphone is a uh, pretty poor quality i'm still waiting <laughs> to uh waiting for that part but nevertheless um yeah christian no i i'm i'm very happy for you uh you finally Thanks. grown up and gone on into the big leagues <laughs> and i got dropped into the minors so i'm coming back for you don't worry but uh yeah sounds nice
0: all right you ready to get get going
1: get i am week 11 it was a really
0: yeah it was a right. really
1: uh interesting week of football uh, a lot of really good games the cowboys got the win that was amazing jake, you're getting ahead
0: of us right now you're getting ahead of me right
1: now oh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah i'm just, just excited down. um sit down uh, yeah that's uh <laughs> oh no but uh yeah I'll, I'll let you take over christian i'll let you do your thing i'm sorry i'm, I'm stepping you, over jake. you
0: you say you out out a tournament time jake you're gonna go in time out <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's start off with uh thursday night we had the cardinals visiting the seahawks the seahawks get the win they are now sitting pretty over their division. They did split with the Cardinals. Jake, what do you what do you got on this game? Actually, never mind. The Los Angeles Rams are sitting. Above. Yeah,
1: they're seven and three. Uh, and no, Seattle. Yeah, the the Seahawks did lose to the Rams. Yeah. Mhm. So. They did. So the Seahawks are seven and three. Yeah. Um. You know, we both picked the Seahawks to win this game, so I don't think there's too was, much of a surprise. I was surprise.
0: nervous going into this game.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you knew it was going to be a close game, but I just it
0: didn't feel close.
1: Yeah, I get that, but like I'm more so referring to the fact that, you know, the Cardinals, they've already beaten them once, so mm-hmm. I just anticipated a split, I know you did the same, um, and I, again, this just goes to, I think the Seahawks, uh, you know, this is a team I think will be in the Super Bowl ultimately, they're my Super Bowl pick, I think these are the Ooh. games you win, these are the teams that, this. these are how teams that go 10 and 6 get separated from teams that go like 12 and 4, mm-hmm. Um Russell Wilson had a pretty good day. He had two touchdowns. Didn't turn yeah. the ball over. Mm-hmm. That was they. Um, they, they definitely solid. came
0: into this game with a with a plan. They were like, "Hey, we're gonna run the ball." You know, because they got Carlos Hyde back, and Bo, Bo Scarborough also had some big runs. So they were definitely taking the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he still had a you know good day. He was 23 for 28, 197 yards, and two touchdowns. So like he was really efficient. But they, yeah. they they really came in this game like hey we're just gonna run the ball and uh, we're just gonna keep you know Kyler murray uh, not uh, kind of off the field but you know kind of <laughs> it it's funny because we got you know russell wilson only threw it 28 times but you know Kyler murray threw it 42 times and
1: well the uh, cardinals also trailed uh pretty much this yeah. whole game
0: mm-hmm. they really so. weren't be able to get that running game going you know they only had 18 carries and 57 <laughs> yards
1: yeah yeah it was it was uh I mean you know Kyler Murray he was there he had 15 yards Kenyon Drake was their lead rusher with 29 I mean yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's just not gonna cut it um
0: and and Kyler Murray looks like he was dealing with like a shoulder injury also so that could also been a you know factor
1: yeah it's probably nice uh you know he gets 10 days of rest I, yeah, I think they, I don't it. know who they play. Who they play next Sunday, Christian? Do you know? So
0: next Sunday they play the Patriots. This upcoming Sunday they play the Patriots. They go okay. to New England.
1: That's a I. I mean, obviously we're gonna pick them. You know, in our next episode. But uh, that's a yeah, I, I think it's yeah, yeah, an Jake, optimistic matchup for, me, for them. Jake.
0: you don't speak for me.
1: Oh, are you gonna pick it now? Is that what you're
0: saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jake. You know,
1: <laughs> my opinion it, changes ahead. week to week day-to-day. That's terrible. That's a terror. <laughs> you, you are not meant for this job. <laughs> um, what?
0: You're saying nah. so uh, other sports broadcasters can change their uh, goddamn opinions every other day. I can't change mine, Jake?
1: Skip Bayless has had the same opinions for his whole life. He was came out the womb saying Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, all right, uh, you got anything
0: else for this game, Jake?
1: No, I'm good. I'm good. Congrats, Seattle. Uh, I'm a little nervous about their prospects going forward. Arizona, I think this is a 10-win team all the way, um, and they'll definitely be in the playoffs.
0: I mean, well, Seattle does have uh, the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Win. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was watching the that Rams-Bucks games last night, and they were trying to hype it up, and I'm like, this game is should not be. I, mean, I know they have to. <laughs> because of like airtime and stuff like that and get people to watch but this game is uh that Seattle game is not going to be, you know, fun.
1: It is it is a rematch of the wild card matchup last year. Oh, so yeah, that is a little yeah. bit of intrigue. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be I mean maybe Carson Wentz will have a good day just cuz that Seattle defense is weak but Whoa. we are getting ahead of ourselves we're talking about well <laughs>
0: speaking of well see jake since you're so uh excited to talk about carson Wentz, let's go into yeah. that carson Wentz game so we had yeah. the eagles
2: <laughs> Got that visiting
0: one the browns <laughs> you did get that wrong uh you had the eagles visiting browns browns came out with the win 22 to 17 well you have anything on this game jake um
1: it was uh pretty good it was a pretty gross game. It was like seven nothing at half gross game, and uh, the only
0: touchdown in the first half was in a pick six by Carson Wentz.
1: And then I think Cleveland towards the end they were up. I mean, I know the final score was twenty-two to seventeen, but they mm-hmm. were up like nineteen to ten at one point, and that's kind of when I was like, okay, this is this is pretty much over. Uh, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz had some pretty bad plays. Uh, he, yeah. he had two interceptions on the day. And uh, one of them was in the fourth quarter, I, I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So uh, that and that Probably. was pretty much that pretty much really sealed the deal game. at that point. They were down two possessions, so they yeah, had a late, I don't know.
0: late score to you know ruin the uh, the spread. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, uh, I, you know, as I was telling you, I think my biggest takeaway was, I did this earlier in the year with the Eagles, where they were going <laughs> to play the Rams, and I was like, nah, the Eagles, are going to bounce back. They're going to surprise everybody this week. They're going to show up and play just well enough, and, mm-hmm. you know, they got slaughtered by the Rams. I, I I, don't know why I felt tempted to make that mistake again, but I did. Um, I won't be making it again, though. We'll <laughs> guarantee it. But, yeah, good for the Browns. They're 7-3, and three, which is pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, uh, ahead of the Baltimore. Uh, Eagles still sit up on top of the, as many people are calling it, the NFC least.
1: As they have for years, and it's <laughs> more and more true every year.
0: It has been more and more true. But Jake, you got anything more on this game?
1: No, not really. I, you know, Eagles are 3-6-1, and one, and they still are probably the favorites to, to win that division. But I don't know. The Cowboys showed us some life this week, so Eagles maybe... It's not. Totally it could
0: be. Over. Su- it could be sweating that you know that Jordan killed yeah. <laughs> me. Yeah. where he's sweating, but <laughs> uh, we can move on to sure. uh, the Falcons. They visited the Saints. Uh, Saints pulled it out with a twenty-four to nine win. Uh, Jake, when we were talking about this game last week, uh, we said Jameis Winston was going to get the start, but we were both terribly wrong, and Taysom Hill got the start. Did you? Yeah. Did you see anything out there from Tayson Hill, Jake? I think we're both pretty skeptical of him. I just want to know oh, what yeah. your opinion is because I, I mean, have he looked, a, opinions.
1: He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. They, they, he looked. He, he looked was all right. He was okay. Fair. Fair. He fair. Was efficient. He,
0: he didn't turn the ball. Right. He didn't throw an interception. He didn't exactly. have a fumble. He did have.
1: He a fumble. averaged ten yards a throw too. I mean, that's Whoa. good. I know. I know a lot of that is 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 you know the way their offense is designed to rack. Uh, Mm
0: You know, uh, but I mean, Matt Ryan was averaging six point three yards, so
1: he did his job. Like, (laughs) and that's really the way Sean Payton has built this system. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw it with Teddy Bridgewater last year. You don't need a quarterback to go out there and make great plays, even mm-hmm. the way Drew Brees plays. I mean, it's, this is know? how. This, I mean, this is what
0: we. This is what we said when we were talking about this game last week. You know, Jameis, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, they should get out of here with a pretty, you know, solid win, in which the Saints did. I will say though, Taysom Hill did get. Uh, he did have two touchdowns on the ground. So yeah. that's a dynamic. Rushing. Yeah, it's a dynamic we haven't seen from the Saints offense, and since Drew Brees has been there so that's pretty interesting. But he is 30.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's he my biggest. 30. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't opposed to the Taysom Hill experience, you know. It wasn't uh, – that wasn't my issue. You know, if they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring him in. He's going to be our next franchise. Yeah, sure, give it a shot. He's a little bit of a runner. He's, he's from um, uh, Brigham Young University. Yeah, sure, let's see what he can do. And then I realized he was in his 30s, and I was like, what are y'all doing? So I'm yeah, I don't I don't think it'll work just because of his age. I mean he's got maybe two years left of being able to play like this. He's not gonna that's just not. Well not he hasn't
0: reliable. uh he hasn't been, you know, that typical quarterback. Like so he hasn't been in he hasn't taken a lot of hits. Yeah and stuff like that. Yeah, I so suppose. I mean his career could go into he can probably play another like five, six years at an elite level if he can keep his legs and stuff like that. So um but I mean, yeah. Anything I, I on just... the Falcons, Jake? Yeah, anything to say was... the Falcons? <laughs> I really Matt Ryan got sacked eight times.
1: Yeah, I really don't have anything to say. I... They're just a not a good team. You know, it's kind of feels like sometimes when they play a bad team, they have a shot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is a team that's going to be going into a hard rebuild. Uh, they've got all their money spent at the top. Matt Ryan's probably getting shipped out. They'll probably ship Julio out. They need to rebuild this offensive line. They need to find a new coach.
0: Well, it's funny uh, you say that because they've been drafting uh, these last few drafts. They've drafted, I know. Uh, first round talent in the on the offensive line, and it just yeah. hasn't worked out. It's either injuries or they're, I wouldn't say bust, or they just hasn't, you know, got got it together just yet.
1: Yeah, and I don't know how long it's going to take. I, you're seeing the Giants have that kind of similar roadblock where they... Well, they're, they're spent...
0: started, the Giants, I would say the Giants are starting to play, you know, better. I yeah, but so. I more
1: mean, like, they've spent years and years and years developing this O-line, mm-hmm. and now you're just kind of like, when's it going to pop off? When is it actually going to function properly? And mm-hmm. I don't know, the Falcons, they, they have dumped a lot of resources into fixing that O-line, and it's just not good. And... um yeah, I think it's just uh, you're going to see this team kind of probably have to restart from top to bottom. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, so we have New Orleans sitting on top, I think, with the number eight one seed. Yeah, with the, with the number one seed, 8-2. and two. As we know, uh, this season uh, only one team gets the bye, so that could be really big for the Saints. And Atlanta is sitting lowly at the bottom of the division at 3-7. and seven. Mm-hmm all righty let me move on to the next game our next game up is whew, i don't want to talk about this game whew, Bengals visiting the washington football team the Ooh, washington yeah. football team one twenty 20 to nine joe burrow uh this the cincinnati curse got him i, I think they were like hey he's too good We we need a that that curse was like, hey, we, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna step in and you know stop this uh, before it gets out of hand, before we start you know looking like a solid organization. Joe Burrow is gonna be out. Uh, had a torn ACL, MCL, and some other damage to his knee. He knees. had so,
1: structural damage to his knee, is what I last heard.
0: Yeah, so um, a little. I saw this on the NFL Network. As a little bit like Carson Wentz that year after the Super Bowl no the year of the Super Bowl
1: yeah was, and yeah. he came back playing the Rams late in the season
0: mm-hmm. and so so some similar to that we could see Joe Burrow come in next season but I remember I was watching the Adam Sh- uh the Monday night game and Adam Schefter was talking about it and like maybe we could see Joe Burrow sitting out for the 2021 season I mean, it just depends on his recovery, but I would yeah. not rush him back. I think this team is still uh, in a process of figuring out what what they are. I they have pieces. They have you know they have a good receiving core. Uh, Tyler Boyd's there. Uh, they drafted T Higgins. Um, AJ Brown might is on the back half of his season. Uh, we, we probably might, move on from
1: AJ. Yeah,
0: um, and then they need to fix this offensive line because uh, they can't pass block and they're not running the ball like <laughs> well at
1: all. Yeah, and that's just after they signed Joe Mixon to that contract, too. Mhm. It's yeah, they they're look they're going to get another high seed uh or another high draft pick this year. So, yeah. I think you got to start building that O-line. Like I think yeah. you got to or even maybe trade out and try to get a couple of early, of top picks in the first and second round and see mm-hmm. if see if you can just draft a couple of offensive linemen, see what you can scoop up in free agency. But you need, I mean, I, to me, if I'm the Bengals, I know you got a lot of holes, but you need to address that offensive line. Uh, you just had your franchise quarterback get, have his knee literally destroyed. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I would do if I'm the Bengals. But I, I do agree with your assessment. I, I don't mean to be so doom and gloom. They, they do have a lot of good pieces. They are in a process, and I hope, they continue to make correct decisions and continue to bring in talent and not be so stingy with their dollars like they have been. Um, They're just not uh, a good franchise, personally. As the
0: trend we have seen... You know, they drafted Gerald Burrow, so they do have that fifth-year option for his contract. So that does give them an extra year. So, you know, this is the time where you need to go out there and not be, as you said, stingy, as we've known the Cincinnati organization to be, and go get those pieces. Because I think if they can get that solid offensive line going and, you know, fix up that defensive line and, you know, get some uh, linebackers and secondary, this team could be legit. Uh, you know because you know the Steelers Ben Roethlisberger maybe on the twilight of his career he is playing very well this season um Cleveland I we I still have question marks on Baker I'm not sure if he's going to be the future there he
1: might yeah I think he prop you probably have to make him your future
0: yeah but we'll I see mean, how that works out you know if this Baker going to
1: live up to that what is Cleveland have we'll talk we could talk about we, we already talked about Cleveland, I guess, real quick. I mean, you have to, like, <laughs> if this is like, okay, if if Baker Mayfield plays for, like, the Steelers or the Cowboys, right, or the Packers, mm-hmm. you look at that and go, man, this guy ain't it. This guy ain't it. That's why, like, Daniel Jones, they might look at him in, in New York and go, this kid in not, is not it. He ain't it. That's because they have a history of these incredible quarterbacks or Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. The Browns have nothing. They like they see Baker Mayfield. That's the best quarterback they have seen in <coughs> 20 plus years. It's not close. So, I think for the Browns they'll keep Baker Mayfield. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to caveat that. I'm sorry.
0: No, and fair, fair, fair. And, you know, and I just want one quick last thing for this division. You know, Baltimore. Uh, we're having question marks on this. Can Lamar? You know, get a consistent passing game going? Well, Lamar and this passing uh offense for the ravens but you know i just want to we haven't really talked we haven't spent a lot of time on washington i just want to say they played a good game alex smith got his first win since 2018 i believe so yeah that would have been, been the last time he played That the last time he played yeah uh, or it was a starter uh washington's three and seven <laughs> right in the thick of this division and sorry cincinnati uh I- I mean, your season's been over. I know you haven't been officially eliminated, but uh, your, your season's
1: over. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, they, they're they in a division. The The third best team in their division right now is Baltimore. Yeah, yeah it's six. That <laughs> says something. That's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati's done. The All Jets right. were eliminated this week formally, but Cincinnati will see. Oh, I
0: was going to announce that when we got to the Chargers game, Jake. You're getting ahead of me, Jake. That's uh, – mm. mm. mm, Jake.
1: Jake. <laughs> That's,
0: that's strike two, Jake. You get one more, you're out. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to, I think, I thought this was going to be a closer game, but uh, it wasn't. We had the Lions visiting the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake, you, you picked the Panthers on this one.
1: I did, number um, one.
0: Yeah, and I chose the Lions. Uh, like I said, every time I pick them, I feel like I... I I just set the, the the tone for this team to lose, and they did, and they did not score a single goddamn point Shut in this out. game. Shut out. Shut out. PJ Walker of XFL fame, if you remember. I really didn't watch the XFL, but uh, every time I got on Twitter, uh, PJ Walker was there was a highlight of him. Um, played okay. He had two interceptions, both in the end zone. Both were just bad overthrows, and. <laughs> He got out. He got out with the win. Um, good on this Panthers team. Um, proud of them. They are yes. forward seven, though. Unfortunately.
1: Well, I mean that's that's pretty good, though, considering I I had them going five and eleven. Like it's looking like they're very likely gonna finish north of that. So I mm-hmm. think that's a pretty good season for Carolina, all things considered
0: at um, at least. Yeah, and I, I just want to, I I don't think we point this out and I I didn't realize it until I we were, I was watching Red Zone and I heard it uh Joe Brady from you remember LSU's uh was it offensive coordinator I believe when Joe yeah, was LSU, there. Yeah, LSU. Yeah. the Panthers hired him. And I and cuz mm-hmm. I I've seen some, you know, creative play calling from the Panthers and whenever I do get to uh see their highlights and I just want to highlight that. Like that is so good like uh I hope they can keep on to him he might be uh one of those coaches that is probably going to get hired
1: uh, yeah by he's got an NFL or, pedigree he he's also been with New Orleans
0: yeah so uh he is phenomenal I I I guess that's why I kind of like this Panthers offense they're really creative they're really f- really fun to watch and Matt Roll has they they got a solid uh oh yeah. nucleus going there they just they just need some time and get healthy and they can move on to the next season and the, they could be a contender here in a few years
1: I mean they they very well could turn the corner next year they already have an offense that permits explosiveness and yeah, that do. defense they have another offseason where they bring in some defensive talent they draft more defensive talent The the talent they drafted this past draft ages mm-hmm. a little bit like I mean, I know they're in a competitive division, but the Falcons are going to be rebuilding. You don't know where the mm-hmm. Saints are going to be next year without Drew Brees. I, I think the Panthers, like almost, kind of like Arizona, not exactly the same way. With you know, they you know, obviously the Cardinals like Kyler Murray, but I think the Panthers mm-hmm. are closer to turning the corner than than it feels like as of right now, looking at them before the seven. Yeah. yeah. Fresh All for right. the Lions, they're not even close. They're not even close. <laughs>
0: no, uh, Matt Patricia should be fired. He should have been fired <laughs> last year, but yes. they're sticking with him, unfortunately, and this Lions team will continue to suffer. And, and Ly- I, 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 I really want us to get a Lions fan on this podcast so we can really God. talk to them because I want to know how they feel about this team. Because it's just been disappointment year after year after year.
1: They're probably numb to it, honestly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but it's well, you know the lines are gonna be bad, whatever. <laughs> that's like, just that's so depressing. You know the man. ranges are probably just gonna be kind of bad. It's whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, you, know. Jake, uh, you have anything else on this game?
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, lines are four and six. That's mm-hmm. it. Just feels like they're so much worse than that. But yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm it, it
0: is crazy that they have won four games this season, uh, and they good beat on the Panthers. They beat Arizona. Like, <laughs> all right. Anyway, well, I digress. Uh, so next game, we have the Steelers, the undefeated Steelers, visiting the Jaguars, and it was not a game as I didn't I didn't see this
1: game.
0: Steelers one twenty seven and three. Yes. Uh, Steelers are ten and zero. Jacksonville one and nine. Um, we got anything to say for this game, Drake?
1: I again, I really, I didn't see the game. Uh, I I checked in on on the Jake box Lutton score and had four interceptions. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. I really. Is Gardner Mitchell hurt? Like, I don't know. Is, what's he, What's even happening? Like, why have they not put him back in? Like, he's so obviously the better choice at this point.
0: Um, I think he got injured. He might have okay, gotten on okay. the COVID list. I, I'm i not sure. They might have put him on injured reserve. I don't know. I, I really don't pay attention. I haven't paid attention to the Shacks team, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I also, as after like week five, I, I really stopped paying attention to them. Um... Yeah, no, I really don't have anything to say. Pittsburgh, it's pretty crazy to think they're ten and zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 awesome. I mean, ten and zero, that's a really mm-hmm. you're getting into some really awesome territory there. And it's looking more and more like they're gonna ultimately clinch this first seed. Mm-hmm. They're they've basically won their division at this point, the hardest division in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's gonna be between them and the Chiefs, I guess you can say. So, yeah. I think that's the only intrigue that this game really provides at this point is is the race between Pittsburgh and Kansas City at this point.
0: I I, I would like to ask you a question uh, question Jake because you're more knowledgeable about football than me. Has there ever oh, been <laughs> Has there ever been an undefeated flattering. team? <laughs> has there ever been an undefeated team and a winless team in a season before?
1: No. No. I mean maybe like back in the 30s and 40s when time didn't exist. But, um, yeah, no, that that's never happened. There's only been two. There's only been one undefeated team. To uh, well, I guess that. Hmm. I don't think so. No, because then that that would have meant somebody had to go winless in 72 when the Dolphins did it. And I don't think anybody went. I don't think a team went winless in 72. 2007, Dolphins were the worst team at one and 15. 2008 the lions went winless and then 2017 the browns went winless and there was no undefeated team so to answer your question that has never happened before to my knowledge
2: all right all right
0: interesting interesting stuff i do love going back and learning the history of like uh things because it's just always interesting but anyway we can move on the titans visiting the ravens Oh, went to what overtime a what a game yeah went to overtime uh Derek Henry called game blouses and uh, in overtime with a run and Ravens lose again to the Titans Jake what you what, what do you got for this game
1: Jake I really am starting to worry about Lamar I, I'm talking myself into it saying well he's mm-hmm. a you know he's He's got his head on straight. You know, he's obviously got... A, well, I, I what think I, know,
0: I had a... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you nah, off. Nah, you, I just wanted to ahead. interject. I think what this, what the problem is with this Ravens passing attack is outside... They can't win their one-on-one matchups. Uh, Marquise Brown, I'm not saying he's a bust yet. He does have that speed to take the top off the defense. So, it's something. I mean, I did, he did. It, he had three targets. I, did I John remember... Ross s- anyone? <laughs> I did see him he did have a drop like over in the middle, I think it was like early in the game. I can't remember. But I just think and the reason why they brought in Des is because they just don't have that physical receiver. They just have like Willie Sneed's like what five
1: ten? Yeah, I mean they you you, you are 5'11? right about that. They have they have some um, they have some solid running backs and mm-hmm. some really good tight ends And. At- that's it they got some yeah. average guys on the outside i will give you that that, that that's, they just don't hard have that to, that big receiver that can do yeah
0: yeah that they just can't win their one-on-one matchups and it just you know you get this team into a third and long and you know this def- defenses are like hey we got a chance and like lamar said was it like last week or a few weeks ago you know defenses are calling out their plays at the line so this offense is also kind of seem predictable Um, and it just seems like mark andrews is their best option out there and i'm like you're not gonna win just throwing it to your tight ends you have to you know spread the ball out more and
1: i will give you that but i still am i i'm just not totally convinced of what i'm seeing from uh i guess lamar up to this point especially in these these playoff style games where it's like Mm -hmm. okay this is pretty much going to determine seating or -hmm. this is just a straight up playoff game he's he just kind of looks pedestrian and it's not like i think he he does get too much of the blame in these losses Mm -hmm. but i still don't think that changes the fact that at the end of the day he is kind of underwhelming in these games like he is pretty ineffective it feels like and I'm hoping he grows kind of into the role a little better. I'm hoping, obviously, mm-hmm. he's got a long time to go. He, he's got a lot of years ahead of him to improve. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I don't know, man. It feels <laughs> like, I mean, the Ravens are 6-4 and four now. And they, yeah. that's twice as many losses as they had last year. So I feel like we're starting, I feel like this is obviously a year of regression for Baltimore, mm-hmm. and that kind of, concerns me I still think they beat Cleveland pretty convincingly when it comes time again but I don't know I don't think they're gonna make any noise in the playoffs this year I think that's what this is setting Oof, up
0: for it's unfortunate I know they were out uh they did not have Calais Campbell I think he was out with COVID or an injury I'm not sure but um Tennessee I I just want to talk about Tennessee for a minute Tennessee I, I am Ah. I I did not expect this from this Tennessee team. I really thought they were going to be, you know, the typical nine and seven. They were going to really play you tough, but they were going to lose these one possession games. But they have, it. and I want to. I Mike Vrabel, you know, doing a phenomenal job. Ryan Tannehill playing very well after not uh, having uh, a real shot in Miami. I would say. Because I did not expect this from Ryan Tannehill to be completely honest with you. I thought when he came in the back half of that season, I'm like, well, well, the pieces were around him. Like, A.J. Brown was playing well. Uh, They were in that back half of that season where Derrick Henry was just running over defenses all the goddamn time. And then, you know, they got into that playoffs and they weren't really passing the ball. It was just Derrick Henry. And they gave him that big contract this this off season, and I was I laughed. I was like, "Really, you gave him this money?" But no, nah, Ryan Tannehill is 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 solid.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I I didn't have them doing this either. I had them, I think, going eight and eight, maybe seven and nine. I think mm-hmm. eight and eight. But I, really, at this point, it wouldn't surprise me if the Titans end up back in the AFC Championship. I don't they, think uh... it'll happen, but it would not surprise me if – I think they'll win a playoff game more than likely mm-hmm. uh, unless they just get unlucky and get matched up against, I don't know, the Chiefs or, the, or somebody like that. But I think there's a mm-hmm. shot they could beat the Steelers. They could beat the Ravens. I think they could beat the Colts. Uh, I think they, they, they've they already blown out the Bills. I think a, a matchup with them against the Dolphins is pretty intriguing as well. So, I mean – they're definitely going to get a win, I think. And if they win a second game and we find them back in the AFC Championship, that really is not going to surprise me. This team is really good. Derrick Henry did it again against this Ravens defense. <laughs> and, I mean, he called, as you said, he called game blouses in overtime on a 20-plus yard run. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking real good in Tennessee. And also on your Mike Vrabel comment, the last thing I'll say is they fired Mike Munchak after they went to the playoffs mm-hmm. and i think they even beat the chiefs in the yeah their first Marcus, game Mari- that year. Marcus Mar
0: Marcus, Mari- Marcus Mariotto yeah
1: they they the chiefs were up on them big and they blew a lead in the second half to the titans and then i think they got mollywopped by the by the patriots and then I think the Titans and Mike Munchak mutually decided to part ways. Is what I remember. I we can check that. But so the fact that the Titans had the 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 guts, the gall to move on from a coach after they advanced the second round of the playoffs, and they found they clearly, in my opinion, Mike Vrabel up to this point, they found their guy. Uh, mm. That that's that's a really strong move by this Titans organization. So. Good for the Titans. Things are looking up real nice in Tennessee. Especially, what a way to follow up an AFC Championship run last year. Right. Like really. And, like uh, every reason for them to just have some type of hangover. No, they're as competitive, if not more, than they were even last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this that's, offense that's looks really. This offense looks really solid. Uh, Corey Davis seems like he's coming into his own. He had a hundred a hundred yard uh, game um AJ Brown as you know is AJ Brown and I like Johnny Smith um so anyway Indianapolis 73 Tennessee 73 they're playing I think this week so that's going to determine um uh, this is a big game for both teams to you know just really take control of this uh division and Baltimore as you as we said you know they dropped to six and four behind Cleveland um I, I do agree with your comment that I think this Ravens team can beat the Browns team pretty handedly, um, but we'll see. You know, Cleveland may be feeling a little confident, like, "Hey guys, we could we could beat this team." But
1: oh, um, I have one other thing I want to say that's a little yeah, related ahead. to this. So, so I remember at the beginning of the year when they the Chiefs and the Ravens matched up against each other in Week Three, mm-hmm. and. I, and maybe some other people, it kind of that feeling of like, why would you have this game that early in the season? Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be a possibly really consequential game. Why wouldn't you have it later on in the season? I think it goes to show how much stuff changes from year to year. You know, yeah. the two best teams from last year, you don't know if both of those teams are going to be on the top of the division or the conference again in week 10 or 11, right? Like, mm-hmm. one and had this matchup happened this upcoming week, let's say lot less intrigue maybe some intrigue still it's an important game but a lot less intrigue than there was when they originally played each other so i just wanted to say that um, no yeah, that
0: that's a very good point uh from you jake but I appreciate uh, that. that's very sweet <laughs> yeah i can be sweet sometimes
1: <laughs> anyway
0: let's move on so we got the patriots visiting the texans we both picked the patriots and we both both, oh, yeah. we were. I went back and listened to our uh, last episode. We were both pretty confident in this
2: Patriots <laughs> team, <laughs>
1: and oh, they're gonna, we were, get the vendetta.
0: <laughs> and we were both wrong. Uh, funny enough, uh, I think both of us. I know I for sure was like, "Oh yeah, this Patriots team is gonna run all over this uh, Texas team." But uh, apparently, they heard that out in Houston, and they only gave up uh, eighty-six yards total. For the New England, three point six yards per carry, and Deshaun, you know, played his tail off. He had three total touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, good on the Texans.
1: You know who played their butt off?
0: Who? Cam Newton.
1: Cam Dude Newton. threw it forty times. Yeah. Dude had three hundred plus only yards. He only
0: completed. He only completed twenty six.
1: His go-to receiver was Demir Burke yeah (laughs) six receptions under 32 yards and a touchdown on seven i mean this is james white this is his second
0: this is his fifth season i just want to see because i don't know who this i don't know who this guy is
1: like like, he's this is just it's so awful what they've surrounded cam newton with Mm i it's 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 terrible tom Mm -hmm. uh, tom brady I, i just we know why tom brady left (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah like you i'm throwing it to demir bird you know james white was his buddy i guess but ryan enzo Nikhil harry not did not working out uh jacoby myers uh like yeah who 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 is cam throwing out here too like it's literally cam and that defense that's it and that defense yeah. is hasn't really has been you know had uh this year but you know, I just want to give my give my give my appreciation to Texans. You know, yeah, I also I to, I, yeah. I really want this team to you know start losing. But you know, whatever. Three and
1: seven. Are on track and seven. for that four and twelve record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: this is
1: a good good win for them. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some satisfaction anytime you beat the Patriots. Yeah, at this point in time, but you know,
0: yeah, it. <laughs> it's their uh you know, this is their revenge. This is everyone just getting their revenge on the Patriots now.
1: It's the revenge tour, yes, I agree. But yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. I really I did not see large swaths of this game. Um I was pretty it, surprised when I checked in and like the fourth and the Texans were up by two possessions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh well, huh, whatever and then the Patriots <laughs> scored and then the the Texans put it away at some point, I guess. I don't really remember, but yeah. Um, good for the Texans. Um, we should have had Luke on this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway.
0: Um, all right, let's move on to uh, my Dolphins visiting hey. the Broncos. Aww. Uh, yeah. Um. So exactly. around this time, so I think, yeah, we're in the afternoon games, and around this time I had to go to work, unfortunately, so I didn't get to watch this game. And Tua got benched in this game. Brian Flores out here playing Madden, my guy. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I
1: thought the like, Tua, Tua get hurt. What happened? I didn't really. Okay, ever so see
0: what I saw. Happened. So when I went on break, I, I was looking at. Him, I was like, all right, these afternoon games. Uh, let me check in. And so I look and I saw he was trending, and I saw like a highlight or something of like him like may have getting like an uh like a leg injury, but. Brian Flores came out after the game was like, nah, he didn't. He, he, he was fine. He, we just benched him because uh, we didn't think he, he wasn't playing well. And, yeah, fair. But at the same time, you know, this is your rookie quarterback. Uh, you just can't, like, you can do that in men. Um, you can just take, you know, when you're a rookie, when you're, I mean, when your quarterback's not playing well, like, hey, put the other guy in. Like, fuck it. But, when you have a rookie quarterback, uh, I don't think you can just pull him like that and be like, "Hey, get get out, just get out, go sit down." I don't I don't think that's really how you build confidence in your quarterback. And um, also, I remember when also uh, when two was trending on Twitter, I saw like people were really complaining about this offense. Really, it seems like when two was in and it, and. I will say, though, when I watched the. Whenever. I, early in their season, when I watched, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick play, I, I was seeing, like, you know, Fitzpatrick throwing the ball downfield, like we were really pushing the ball. And, like, when Tua's in, it doesn't seem like we're doing that. We're kind of getting more conservative with, uh, with Tua, which I don't think is the right way to do it. Like, I get it. He, you know, he had that injury, and we, we kind of want to protect him, but you also have to you know, give him the reins a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think that comes in due time. I mean, he is still a rookie, and really, you know, these quarterbacks, it takes them four years sometimes. And probably now in the league today, maybe like three years. But, you know, yeah, it they, takes they, some time to come pop into a little advance, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, they're definitely all coming in much more advanced than they used to. But, you know, I, I, think, I think there is still room for development, and I –
0: yeah, I am not going to say mind. like he played a phenomenal game out there. Well,
1: no, I, I I it's not that's not what I'm saying. I think my thing is is I don't really mind benching him. I don't think you can ever take him out as your starter indefinitely. Like I don't think Oh no, he yeah. Can come yeah out I, and say, he, he starting this next. Our week. starter going forward. That that would be bad. But mm-hmm. I if if it's a difficult climate and it mm-hmm. and it is in mile high as we know and you know, he's not playing well, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you know, you don't have to maybe be so mean about it, but you could, hey, we're going to take you out, we're going to put Ryan in, and we're going to see what he can do. And also, I think what's another kind of, another aspect of it, there's, it's a learning aspect. So when Sam Darnold um, was a rookie, he he eventually got put in over Josh McCown, and then he got hurt. So he was having to sit on the bench for a few weeks while Josh McCown was playing. And Sam Darnold said that the learning process from when he had not played and he was just watching Josh McCown, he's like, yeah, I was kind of helping. But then when I came in and played and then had to be taken out and watch him play, he said that learning process was so much more fulfilling because he could see, "Oh, okay, so that's what Josh does when I, when this happens, that's what he does in this scenario. So I think maybe there's a little bit of uh, development for Tua to take from this, from being able to watch from a Mm -hmm. new perspective of having already played. So Mm -hmm. I know it's a little long-winded, but that's... No, um, you're, you're good. Man, I'm just looking for a positive in that, I guess. Um, I, I don't I worry just, about the Dolphins. I,
0: yeah, I'm not worried either, but I just want to say, you know, Tua got sacked six times. Yeah, now,
1: and I mean, that's another thing, too, is... Like, I didn't I'm watch this my, game. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't watch this game, so I don't know if he was kind of running into sacks or, or just the offensive line was, just wasn't blocking well, so... There was also that, (laughs) you know, the offensive line, I think should take some blame for that, too.
1: Well, I think that was ultimately the biggest reason why Tua came out. I think it was, A, we need some type of offensive spark, but, B, we need to protect Tua, Mm -hmm. Um, which maybe plays into what you said about being too conservative, but I don't know.
0: But uh, let's let's, – I'll give some props to uh, the Broncos. Uh, Drew Locke didn't play well. But he did enough to win the game, which you know, you, in the NFL you'll take you you take wins, you take whatever wins you get,
1: you take them. So early on in the game, one of the announcers was like, "This is a different Drew Lock today." And it was like, <laughs> "No, not really." Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I will say though, I think, you know, okay, so this you can probably call this. uh Not probably. You should. You should call this the this Denver team. You know they this twenty twenty season didn't work out. Just straight up didn't work out. You had injuries, defense, and uh, you know Drew Lock got hurt. uh, Their receivers have been in and out. So I think next year I think is really going to be telling for this Broncos Broncos? team. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know. So Drew Lock. You know you're going to have this off season. Uh, and then you're probably if we're still not um, in a pandemic in 2021, uh, you're gonna have preseason you're gonna have oTAs and all that so if uh, he gets to work and he really work, starts working on his mechanics and getting you know rapport with his receivers and stuff and you know the Broncos obviously have a good draft. Um, this Broncos team i think should be uh, a playoff team. You know, it's just the NFL, so I, you can't be for certain. But I think this next year, they got a good year, team. They got a good, court. yeah, they do. And so this off season, I think if they have if Drew Lock develops and they have a good draft, you know, get good free agents, I, this Broncos team can be really solid. So I don't want to throw in the towel on Drew Lock yet. I, I think give him one more year. Do one more. Do one more
1: year, Jake. Just I mean, he's going to get another year, but I think they're going to bring in another quarterback to compete with him. So oh, yeah. I, I, make...
0: I, I think that's fair.
1: Uh, yeah, so I, I think that will more than likely happen. But, you know, I think he suffers from kind of that same thing I was talking about with Daniel Jones earlier. The Broncos, they're not <laughs> they are not starved for franchise quarterbacks. You know, they had John Elway. They had Peyton Manning. Even mm-hmm. Jake Plummer and Jake Cutler for a little bit weren't weren't bad. Um, you know, if Drew Locke ain't it, they got no bones moving off of Drew Locke. <laughs> so I I think that's that's also another factor that I think will ultimately lead to his ousting. At least on, at this point. I don't I don't know. I'm not, I have no confidence in Drew Locke anymore. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been pretty vocal about words. that. I, I, I had yeah, a lot of confidence yeah. in him going into this season and now I'm I'm totally out on him. He's not the he's not it. He ain't a chief.
0: You're just mad because they they, they didn't fulfill your your prophecy, Jake.
1: But they don't have a good offensive line, and I think that that if you give Drew Lock a better offensive line, he will obviously play a little better. But I'm still like, eh, eh. eh. Anyway, all right, That's all well, I got.
2: Let's
0: move on. So we had the Windless Jets visiting the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: Ridiculous. Jets
0: day windless, and the Chargers move on to three and seven. Justin Herbert had another excellent, excellent day. He threw the ball nearly fifty times, over three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen had, whew, had a uh, you know uh, number one receiver type day. This mother, they threw him nineteen balls. Jesus <laughs> Christ! He That's caught six. Sec- yeah, he caught I mean, I said he threw it nearly fucking 50 times. So, uh he caught 16 of them, 145 yards and touchdown. Mike Williams also got himself a touchdown, so did Hunter Henry. Uh what you got on this game, Jakey?
1: Uh I'm very disappointed in the Chargers. Uh they just continue to do those things that we all yep. say they shouldn't do and they get the win. What they do get you mean? the win. They were up by three possessions in this game.
0: Yeah, that okay, those points were garbage points. It was 19 to 34. Those are garbage time
1: points. I just don't like it. I'm just I I again, it's it's They
0: probably they probably was like you, they took the what, they took what their what gas kind off of, the
1: gas What kind of storylines occupy your your space, right? If it's the Packers. Did, oh, okay, Did you bet on this game, Jake?
0: Did you bet on this
1: game? I did not bet on this game. I didn't bet on any of the games this week. But the thing is, like, if this is another team, like, if this is the Steelers or something and they win, it's like, yeah, whatever. But it's the fact that the Chargers, every week, we have to hold our breath and hope they don't miraculously (laughs) find a way to lose. And they almost let the the Jets come within six points of them. After they were up by three possessions. Like, I get that it's garbage time points, but it's like, this is, that's, it's just more or less what we've already seen from them, so that, that really bugged me. Um, mm. The Jets are 0-10. They're probably going to go 0-16. I don't have and, anything else to say about that.
0: As you said, they have been officially eliminated, the New York Jets.
1: Hey, I did say that.
0: <laughs> Unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. and Adam Gase still continues to have his head coaching job.
1: Yeah, yeah that probably so, will change. If they go yeah. 0-16, that's changing. Joe Douglas, new GM, he's gonna want a new a new person in there for sure.
0: And I mean, we get we got some um, good prospects out there. Anyway, good
1: coaching candidates.
0: Let's move on to this game. I need to go back and watch this game. Actually, this game seemed really good. Uh, So we had the Packers visiting the Colts. Another overtime. (laughs) What? Oh, shut
1: the hell, fuck up. (laughs) You did. I thought you were going into my game.
0: I don't care about the Cowboys anyway. Yeah, the Packers visiting the Colts. Colts get yeah. the win in overtime, 34-31. Uh,
1: really good game. Really amazing. Uh, not, I don't know. It was, it was, amazing, it was really
0: crazy. So let me get this straight. The Packers scored yeah. 28 in the first half. And then only <laughs> scored three points in the fourth quarter.
1: Game of adjustments.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with like three seconds left. So they were really... Uh, I know Skip Bayless. I I didn't see their segment, so, but I know he teed off on Aaron
1: Rodgers. This
0: whatever
1: this week. I know I he did. Aaron look, I, Rodgers was not the reason they lost this game.
0: I look, I will say though, he sh- should take some of this blame. He only put up three points on this. I mean, look, yeah, that's that's a that's a failing half. of
1: a team, and Aaron Rodgers obviously is like one of the most important factors on the team. So that's that, that mm-hmm. is on his doorstep to a degree, but. I mean, you know, they had the ball in overtime. It was thirty-one all. They won mm-hmm. the coin toss, and Mar- uh, Marquez valdez Scantling fumbles the ball on a screen, mm-hmm. and yeah, I to see it. the the uh, Colts yeah. scoop it up, and they just a... are able to move down the field a little bit, and they kick a game a uh, game-winning field mm-hmm. goal. So yeah.
0: it was not a clean and... game by the Packers.
1: No, no, it they wasn't. had.
0: But the... uh three fumbles uh, Aaron Rodgers threw an interception I think very early in that game so
1: yeah no nah, it was it, I mean I was look I know it was an ugly game in some regards but I gotta say I was pretty impressed with both of these teams this was this was an up it's hard to say it's a playoff game because they are from opposing conferences so they're not really gonna play each other in the playoffs but mm-hmm. it, it had both
0: make it to the Super Bowl
1: <laughs> yeah they could I guess that could happen yeah Uh. <laughs> it 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 had a lot of playoff feelings to it these are two r- r- of the best teams in the league this year up to this point mm-hmm. and it, it lived up to it it went to overtime and both those teams were competitive and it came down to a bad fumble a bad play cost mm-hmm. the packers a a really close high scoring game and the packers also playing against the colts with which you know we know the colts excel in uh, dominating the offensive and defensive lines mm-hmm. uh, they hung in there with them so yeah. I really, I, I was, ha- I can't s- complain too much about either of these teams this week. I know, as you said, there's a lot of stuff to p- point at, but I was impressed. Mm. I was happy with both these teams.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I think I haven't been a, I wouldn't say I've been a skeptic of this. I and actually, I have been skeptical of this culture. So I, I, I'll admit it. But you know, hey, they're they're really solid, and honestly,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't think it's. It's not fair. I think it is fair to say this team is the best defense in the league. Uh, um, and that showed it in that second half, as you said. Uh, those second half adjustments were really key for this Colts team to get back into this game because they they should have lost this game. Man. You're down 28 to fourteen. Um, you you really should not be able to come back in this game. But you know if they did they got the winning overtime and now uh, they they if they can beat the Tennessee this next this upcoming week, you know, they they're sitting pretty on top of that division.
1: Uh, and uh, for the Packers, they basically won their division at this point. Yeah. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see a path for them to lose their division. Um, unless they
0: just started <laughs> unless they just started losing game after game after game.
1: Well, the other side of it is they're in this hunt for for the first seed. Um, yeah, they are. You know, they're 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 only half a game behind the uh, the Saints right now, and that's uh, very crucial. So have the they, Packers and Saints played this week? Uh,
0: this yeah, year?
1: yeah, the Packers Packers beat the Saints.
0: Oh, so they do have so they have a tiebreaker. So if the Saints lose,
1: uh... Packers are. Uh, I I can't I don't know what exactly all the tiebreakers are because the Seahawks are also seven and three. Oh yeah, you're right. So so there's the Rams are also seven and three. I think the Bucks are six and four now. Or mm, seven and four. Seven
0: and four. Yes.
1: So yeah, a little, it, there's, a, there's a lot of tiebreakers, but the I'm the gonna... Saints are down to the Colts and tiebreakers.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Or uh, right. Packers. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you're good. All right, Jake, we can get to this yes. Guy. Yes. <sighs> yeah, the Cowboys visiting the Vikings. Cowboys putting on a pretty good win. I didn't really watch most uh, watch a little bit of this game in the first half, but you know, as I said, didn't get to see the second half of these games cuz I was at work. Uh, Cowboys played an efficient game. I think this is the mm-hmm. best game I've seen from the Cowboys this season.
1: Yes. Uh and,
0: 100%, 100%. And it's crazy because you're like, all right, well, how did uh, you know, the Cowboys win this game. You know, Kirk Cousins was 22 for 30, 314 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Dalvin Cook went for 27, 115, and a touchdown. Uh, Justin Jefferson got in got in there. Adam Thielen got in there. So <laughs> I'm just wondering how this, how this team won and this Cowboys Zeke defense. Zeke and Tony Pollard. Yeah. Um, Zeke finally got his 100-yard game first of his of this season um tony pollard is looking like not gonna take it over but he's looking like that what zeke was i well i i like what undisputed they they, Dude,
1: they uh, may move off of zeke at the end of this off season. Ooh,
0: you hate you would hate to see it. i would hate to see it but you know um if it's not working out i don't think tony pollard is a true number he's one back zeke, no he's yeah see.
1: he had a nice uh, run this this game he got a <laughs> he got a long touchdown it was really nice yeah, but... the corner uh just
0: didn't you gotta fill that gap and he the <laughs> corner didn't like he didn't and he got outside and tony pollard is fast enough to you know get that edge and score but uh, i like what undisputed said i think shannon sharp i think said it, or maybe skip it was like you know as Zeke seems like that that thunder and you know Tony Potter's is, is that lightning, that spark.
1: Yeah, I I, I like that a lot. I, I think that I I would be sad if they moved off of Zeke. I still I think really the the work needs to start up front, mm-hmm. not really replacing Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know you need to find you need to find some some depth. Maybe replace Connor Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to find a new center because Joe Looney he's good, but he's just not. He not the guy, you know. And then Tyron Smith's also getting pretty old. You gotta start thinking about moving off of him eventually. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work to be done up front for the Cowboys mm-hmm. beyond moving off of Zeke. But and it seemed like this...
0: uh Zach Mark Zach Martin at tackle was a good move.
1: Oh, Zach Martin works anywhere. You could put Zach Martin playing
0: switching from guard to tackle is it's yeah, a lot it's different. But well, he's it's Zach fair he's Zach and... Martin it's <laughs> like when you're playing guard you know you, you're getting help from like the center or something but when you're playing tackle you're usually on a one and one on, one on one with the defensive yeah. end so uh, yeah zach martin is zach martin fair probably going to be a future hall of famer uh, andy dalton what? played well i'll give uh, my props to andy dalton he had three touchdowns um cd i think had CD probably awesome. one of the one is definitely a candidate for catch of the year Adam Thielen also had a one-handed catch in the back of the end zone too. So both great uh, receiving outings from both teams. But yeah, no, that that CD catch though was was awesome. I'm not
2: gonna lie.
1: Well, I think it goes to show, you know, despite how the Cowboys have wanted to become this pass-first, spread the ball out with Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup, and mm-hmm. you know, try to try to put up forty points if you can. You know they. This is the best they've looked all year long, and their three main receivers—Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup—they had combined, if my math is correct, 134 yards, mm-hmm. or 144 guess. yards, pat, 144 yards catching, on uh, what is that? 12, 12 receptions. So really, a pretty put. You know, for two people, maybe that's not bad, but for three. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think it really goes to show you how this team wins. This version of the Cowboys can beat Washington on Thanksgiving.
0: You're getting know, ahead of yourself, Jake. I God. know, I'm just
1: saying, I think uh, this was a promising look for the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. if, if they're going to continue to play like this, going mm-hmm. into this back part of the schedule, they're not going to win a lot still. they are still got to play <laughs> the Ravens, which will be a loss. Uh, but... They can do it. They can They can be competitive, I think, in a lot of these games. So I'm as very I, optimistic.
0: As I keep hearing Skip yell, you know, they have the – was it the second or whatever? They have one of the easy schedules uh, in the back half of the season. So you know we've we got could
1: Baltimore, see... San Fran, Philly. We play the Giants again.
0: And, 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 we play the and, Bengals. And it could come down – yeah, it's a win. Um. Yeah, without Joe. I don't think this yeah. Bengals team has a shot. So it could come down to this week, 16, week, 17, those division games because – I the one the team to get to five wins i think is going to get a home playoff game which i don't think is fair but whatever how it be it's how it be all right dallas is sitting pretty at three and seven everyone everyone's has three wins in the nfc least so and then philly looks like they're gonna lose new york i will say the giants have been playing a bit better in this back in these last few games. So, we'll see. It could come down to that Giants Dallas game, week 17. As you said, uh Dallas should win this uh Reds Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This Washington game. I uh, haven't made that mistake in a minute. Um but Minnesota, you they they were on what a three-game winning streak. You snapped their three-game winning streak. Really could have maybe uh pushed them to the playoffs or like they're trying to make a push for the playoffs, but Oof, that loss is not looking good for them. And now let's get to our final game of Week 17. Now we got two more. Oh, yeah, yeah, two more, two more. Excuse me, excuse me. I forgot about this game. Uh, Chiefs played the Raiders. Chiefs won 35-31. Patrick Mahomes had a Patrick Mahomes day.
1: Pretty pedestrian, actually, you know. I mean, 348 yards with him, but the two touchdowns, one interception. Time.
0: He threw the ball 45 times.
1: Yeah, he did. And, yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you want to kick this off, Christian? <laughs> uh,
0: so I, as a, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say that again. gonna cut that out. But anyway, I think the, what we're going to, what we have been talking about this game, I don't think we, we really, the media's really have has moved on from this game, but I think, that last sequence by the Raiders should be talked about, you know, uh, you know, the the Raiders went down, scored, you know, they did their job. Derek Carr is, uh, I I think Mina Kimes actually pointed this out. I think Derek Carr is, has better numbers than what he had when he was getting talked about. uh, The MVP was 2015, which is crazy. So, you know, good on Derek Carr. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I was just thinking about that meme that's been out of, like, Derek Carr looking uh, looking at the camera all mad and shit. So I just thought about that. But anyway, that last week was by the Raiders. was very bad. Uh, so I'm talking about especially that, that touchdown that, you know, ended the game with Travis Kelsey. You know, so the defensive line, all their defensive line uh, moves to one side, doesn't contain him. And they let Patrick Mahomes get outside of the pocket. And then I, I I believe they were playing quarters, which is cover four, and their safety Jonathan Abram. I think they drafted him last year. Uh, and I I get it, you know Patrick Mahomes. It's a it's a it's a lose lose situation. Patrick Mahomes he had room to get could scramble. He could have got the first down and more. He was wide like it was wide open, and so it's a lose lose. So he came down and you know Patrick Mahomes just. Saw Travis Kelsey wide open into the in, in the end zone, and he scored, and that's game for the for the Chiefs, which was, was really heartbreaking. But uh as I think, as we said though, in in coming into this game, you know the Raiders, uh, most of their starters were on the COVID list.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, the Raiders the Raiders entered this game with a lot of disadvantages. I predicted it was going to be a blowout. Um, a lot of and, people,
0: I think, said there was going to be a blowout.
1: And I'll, yeah, no, you got to give props to the to the Raiders. They they played a phenomenal game. I mean, they came this out. Is,
0: this is Jake. Can you admit it? Can you just admit this is a playoff team?
1: <sighs> what, what, is, what does he say?
0: Offensively, this is a playoff team. What
1: does he Defensively, say? Defensively,
0: they have more, much to be desired. Much to be desired.
1: In the words of Skip Bayless, I have one response to what you just said <laughs> no how about a big no
2: <laughs> god damn it god
0: damn it uh
1: yeah. all right uh there you go that's my answer i will continue to hate the raiders They'll probably be in the Damn. playoffs. They will probably end up in the playoffs. I'm yeah, not, I'm not there's, daft to that, point. they're getting bounced around one.
0: If it comes down to an offensive game, uh, or to a defensive game, yeah, probably. They run them to a team that can really stop what they're trying to do, stop that deep ball. But, yeah. Um, this Raiders team, I thought – I like this Raiders team, but this is definitely a playoff team. If they could – Figure out this defense in the offseason. This team can hang with, I think, almost anybody in the league. But, all right. Let's finally get to our final game of the week. Oh, yeah, Monday night matchup between the Rams and the Bucks, And I have some thoughts on this game. Jake, do you have any thoughts on this game? I'm going to let you go first because I uh, watched this game all the way through.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll make my comments quick and let you uh, mm-hmm. launch into your thing. I, I'm this is i feel very vindicated about what i've said about the bugs you're starting to see it's its subtle it's subtle you're not it's 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 gonna sneak up on people but it's a subtle mm-hmm. sort of slide into okay they're not as good as they were in the middle part of the season tom brady not looking as crisp in that arm uh that defense is starting to get a little exposed it's a lot it's it's a phenomenal linebackers, young secondary. So, you know, they have they have the Chiefs, uh, I can't remember the team they have after that, and then they close with the Falcons, Lions, and Falcons. So they're gonna keep winning most of these games and get a favorable seeding, I'm sure. But this is um this this is gonna be the subtle yet impactful decline. They're the start of mm-hmm. it that I think you're gonna see the Bucks be going on two either getting bounced in the first or second round as playoff fodder. Mm. That's what I got.
0: <laughs> uh oh Vikings good for the Rams. Good for the, the Rams.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh the Vikings was the team you're looking for. So yeah, they're probably gonna lose to the Chiefs. Uh, not probably they will lose to the Chiefs. And then they have the Vikings, uh Falcons, Lions, Falcons. So yeah, very easy schedule and then that, that back half after they play the Chiefs. But anyway, so my thoughts on this game. Um First off, it, they had me in the first half, not going to lie, because <laughs> I thought this game was going to be It was looking really solid. Both offenses came out strong. Um, it was 14-14. to uh, The Rams got the ball back with, like, no timeouts, and they call, was it a, a jailbreak? I think they called it a jailbreak screen. Robert Woods uh, catches it, gets a few blocks, and they go down the field and kick a field goal with, like, a second left. And which I think was the and most people will say was the deciding factor of this game because uh, up until this point the Rams were 31 and 0 when leading in, at the half, and as you know the Rams did win, so now they're up to 32 and 0. Uh, and
1: is that under Sean McVay?
0: I think under Sean McVay. Yes, I meant to make that. No, uh, yeah, you're good. Make that uh, clear. So yeah, so Sean McVay now 32 and 0 when leading at half. But, man, this second half was uh, very, very disappointing. Uh, I The pressure was starting to get to Tom Brady. Um, you know, Aaron Donald, <laughs> he didn't flash. But, I mean, he was there. <laughs> he didn't flash, but, like, he was getting there. Uh, they did have – ended up you – no, know, they didn't get a safety. But – oh, because they rolled it. His, his arm was going forward. But he almost got a safety, I believe. Um, but, yeah, that pressure was really getting to Tom they could not get this running game. Both teams, actually, could not run the ball, which is very crazy because we we all know how the Rams like to play uh, their game, their style of football. They like to run the ball. They didn't have a good, good day running it, and the Bucks damn sure didn't have a goddamn good game. And I think that was also uh, a contributing factor to why they lost. And I'm going to say, like, uh... I I think I have been uh, on this podcast has been a real advocate for this uh, Bugs defense, but uh, I let it slide for the Giants. I was more, I think I was more concerned with the Giants not winning, pulling that game out because they should have won that game. I I let it slide for the Saints game. Uh, They got blown out. Both offense and defense didn't play well. And I think I let it slide for the, no, I didn't. Yeah, I did kind of let it slide for the Bears game also, but this Bucks. Uh, defense is not as good as I once thought. Uh, they're really good at stopping the run, but we're in the we're in a league now that you gotta be good at stopping the pass. And this secondary has been had several times. And uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, Ooh, Cooper Cup, both, yeah, yeah. And Devonte during that game, Devonte Adams came out and said Cooper Cup is probably one of the most underrated receivers in the league and yeah I I I, I kind of agree with that statement I, I don't think we talk enough about what Cooper Cup does for this uh for this Rams offense I I think that what was that that year he got hurt you know I think uh Derek Goff really uh took a step back that year because he didn't have that safety blanket of Cooper Cup and he he's he's really good um I want to highlight this um so Derek so Cooper Cup and Robert Woods both had double digit catches Cooper Cup had 11, Robert Woods had 12. This was the first time, uh, those graphics sh- they showed in during the game. This is the first time in Rams history that two receivers had double digit, uh, catches. They both went over 100 yards. Oh, wow. Um, but anyway, what a cool stat. this, this Rams team, yeah, that is a cool stat. But anyway, this Rams team shouldn't have won this game. Uh, you, <laughs> they shouldn't have won. Jared Goff was turning the ball over, uh, they they got really conservative in this game and it, they were just handing this game to the Bucks and they didn't do it. Tom Brady looked awful. I, I, I can't sugarcoat it. Two bad interceptions, both throwing it to double covered receivers. It's like, dude, you you're you should be better. At this I'm told you're the goat. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: I'm told you're the goat. So you gotta you gotta get this win, especially with the with the Rams who. Didn't play well in this game. They had a missed field goal in that second half, too. So, lost points on that. And I'm trying to think if I have anything else on this game. That's about it. But I have one more stat for you. One little, one little tidbit for you. So, Jordan Fuller was the guy that picked off Tom Brady twice in this game. He had both two interceptions. Jake, would you like to guess where Jordan Fuller was drafted?
1: Um guess what round so he's a, he he's a he's a rookie right just to double check he's a rookie okay. mm-hmm. um fifth
0: he was a six round pick dang pick 199 jake do you know somebody else that was picked in the sixth <laughs> round at and at 199
1: uh, i i am aware of a player who was picked that low yes
0: can you can you tell me that player jake
1: uh, it's uh, Skip Bayless's first words. Thomas Edward we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: it was. I th- so I thought that was very interesting. I, I saw that at the end of the game, which I thought was pretty cool. So it uh, uh, gives you some confidence, you know. I picked off the goat twice uh, in this game, but now nah, I am. I'm really, I'm really sus to this Bucks team now. Really sus. Uh, I think the secondary is where they can be had. They're really not good. At stopping the pass like they've been had several times and they're gonna run into a team that's gonna you know take advantage of them because of that and, I agree and if tom has another turnover heavy game um <laughs> they're like you said they could be a, a first round or a second round outing out team and and we're and then everyone's going to be looking like, well, of course, yeah, they lost to the Saints. They lost to the, they almost lost to the Giants. Like, yeah, so even though this, everybody was, this was their Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Yep. All right, that's, I'm done with this rant (laughs) of this team. I was, was, I'm really disappointed in this team, but not disappointed, but I was just, I I really thought this team was better than that, and uh, it's not just really is not um so they they better watch out but um so jake we got thanksgiving this week and you know what that means
1: uh, lots we got of food for me yes.
0: lots of food we got football Three games three games both awful one both <laughs> of them are awful one is gonna be very good i assume but we have so our three games we have the texans visiting the lions we and then that's gonna be the that's the eleven thirty game. Uh then our three thirty game is Washington visiting uh Dallas, which, you know, it's record wise not exciting but very uh important game. Yeah, yeah could be very <laughs> consequential. <laughs> yeah, very important game. And then our final game of the night will be the Ravens visiting the Steelers. Uh, Ravens kinda gonna gonna need this win, honestly.
1: Um, but, I'm gonna to kind of breeze through these a little bit because I mean the Texans. Yeah, I, Lions, I just wanted to. I'm pay, I'm yeah. taking Texans. I'll just take Texans off the bat. Um, I uh, I just I have more confidence in them than I do the Lions I,
0: at this point. I I agree mm. with that, Ooh. Jake. I'm going Texans. Uh, for this Washington Cowboys game, oh, man, you're gonna make me do it, aren't you? You're gonna make me do it. I'm going. I'm going Dallas. I'm going Dallas.
1: Hey, hey, hey! That's what's up. Yeah, I think uh, I am also going Dallas. Um, I'm picking them. I picked Washington to win the first game, um, but I think Dallas will uh, get her done today. I, I, uh, I
0: don't know they remember that game. Terry McLaurin, uh, and Chase Young, and all that. You know, Andy Dalton. I, hopefully, we can see some passion from this Dallas team after you know. Uh, probably you could say it was a dirty hit on Andy Dalton. Made him miss a few games. So, And then our final game, Ravens-Steelers. I think I'm going to go Steelers for this game.
1: I'm also going Steelers. Uh, and that's going to be crazy to think. Baltimore's going to be 6-5 and five more than likely. Um, right? But and I just... The Steelers are going to be 11-0. Baltimore feels kind of like they're looking for their identity right now. They've also... Mm-hmm. Um, I know... They've had a COVID scare. I think JK Dobbins and Mark Ingram are both gonna be out against Pittsburgh. Yeah, so. this this game, and
0: that's gonna be big uh, that's, that's big pieces for this offense. You know, this
1: is a prime time and I hate I hate to say it because it's it sounds really rude and I again I like Lamar, but a prime time game and it's gonna come <laughs> down to whether or not Lamar can make speaking it happen. Of,
0: uh, I don't speaking I just of don't time trust
1: time it. Games.
0: Speaking of prime time games, did you realize the Bucks you, I know when the schedules came out and, and we were like, hey, the Bucs got all these primetime games and these mother- these oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> these guys are one in three in these primetime games and I'm pissed off. <laughs> that I gotta Sit yeah. here and watch this team play week after week and not live up to the hype. It'd be like that. Yeah, it do be like that sometimes. but And, you know, I hope your Dallas Cowboys get this win. Me and, too. Uh, <laughs> I did pick them so this is why I'm rooting for him. Any other day, I would not uh, give two shits about this Cowboys team. But it is what it is. Um, you got anything? Uh, any final remarks, Jake?
1: I don't think so, no.
0: All right, everybody. Uh, y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. We will be back to finish up this week 12 uh, in a f- couple of days. Um, so, um, yeah. Stay cool. safe out there.
1: Please stay safe for the love of God.
2: (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, everybody.
1: Bye, everybody.